If you remember twice I've spoken to you, what are the ways to overcome despondency and hopelessness? And I have mentioned to you five ways already. Uh, I don't know if you remember them or not. Uh -huh. If you don't remember, I just want to give you the titles just to remind you. Uh, one of the ways to be victorious to despondency and overcome it is to uh, realize and understand the plans of God in our lives. I think to realize what is the purpose of God while we are going through challenging times. Uh, the second one is to uh, stand on the promises of God and uh, live in them. Uh, to realize and appreciate our place oh. and our authority in God. Uh, to realize what we are entitled to uh, in Christ oh, and use them. I think to use our time in a fruitful way so that we don't become despondent, serve. Uh, the fifth one is to uh, think about God and focus on his face and meditate on him. I think Instead of focusing on our problems and problems of the people around us, focus on the Lord's and the qualities of him. I think you uh, I have given you explanations on these different <coughs> topics. Uh, today I want to show you another way, a very important one. Uh, it will enable us very well to be overcomers to despondency. Uh, and to realize and appreciate the beautiful eternal hope that we have. And I want to read for you from Corinthians about this matter. Corinthians, yes? Galatians, okay. 
Living as those made alive in Christ, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Uh, one of the reasons that we become so despondent is that we don't spend enough time thinking and meditating about heavenly things. As if we're waiting to go to somebody's funeral and at the graveside we start thinking about death and yes, that there is resurrection from the dead and there is uh, a heaven as well. But generally speaking, most Christians concentrate on the blessings that they are able to enjoy in this life. And they behave in such a way that as if we are going to receive everything in this lifetime. On the contrary, the Bible says the opposite. On the contrary, the uh, Holy Spirit says that in this lifetime we have just received the deposit, not the whole thing. Uh, when we give the deposit, it's a uh, small portion of the total sum. Uh, when you have uh, both houses, you have taken a loan from the bank, you have given a small amount as deposit, and the rest you have paid by installments. And if we are talking about deposit in this life, therefore we have to realize that we will not receive all our expectations here and now. 
Teravis Jesus'u çiyeken. Jesus hasn't returned yet. I think Yegrotan kanvan var çiyeken. He hasn't returned. This hasn't come back the second time. Teravis menk durak çenk gınatsen. We haven't entered heaven yet. Teravis es aşkarkı satanayı işkanmıcan ta ki. Still, uh, Satan is the ruler of this world. Yes, uh, still, uh, this world has been uh, condemned and it's a fallen world. Uh, so really that we are just getting a taste of what we are going to experience when we are in heaven. Uh, one time Brother Edward used to say that I'm not following Jesus uh, for the sake of eternity. Whatever blessings he gives me in this life, that's good enough for me. Then I realized that uh, this comment of mine is not very uh, biblical. Because Apostle Paul says that if our hope in Jesus Christ is only for things in this life, we are therefore more wretched than anyone else in the world. Because many things take place in our lives in this world that I don't understand why. And daily, these kind of questions are on the increase. We see so many injustices, unfairness, warfare, sickness. Are we not amazed that what a terrible world we live in? In this one year, uh, how many people have given their lives due to coronavirus? And so many sick people who haven't had their turn of treatment yet. And there are so many events like this, they're not just one and two that sadden us. Therefore, Apostle Paul tells us that don't think so much about the things in this life, but focus on Jesus and on eternal and heavenly things. Uh, heavenly hope is something very, very important. Uh, 
ਕਿਸਾਨ ਇੰਟਰੀਅਰ ਆਰਥਨ ਇਹ ਕੁਥੇ ਲਾਵੇ ਆਂਗਲਿਆਂ Revelation finishes the final prayer of John is the following. 
Come, Jesus Christ. This is the first and the final prayer in the Bible. How important is this? Uh, it says that apparently when the disciples and uh, they were meeting one another, their greeting was something different. They were saying something else. And when we wanted to depart from one another, instead of goodbye, they used to use that same word, same phrase. And what was that? Maranata. Maranata. I think ninch. What does it mean? I think terekalua. It means that the Lord is returning. Maranata. Maranata. Uh, they were reminded every single day by the and every time that they were meeting uh, one another or they were uh, separating from one another or at night before going to bed, bed they were repeat, repeating this phrase Maranata. If they were thinking about Jesus is coming so much in the first century, how much more we should do that in the 21st century when Jesus is coming is so much closer? And if we live in this hope, our mental and spiritual state will be much, much improved. Uh, the Bible teaches us that with this hope, comfort one another, console one. Rejoice in this hope. If hope has taken away from somebody, that person is wretched. When Jesus realized that so many people uh, left him and they were not loyal to him, with a broken heart, he asked his disciples, you also want to depart from me? What did Peter reply to Jesus? Lord, where can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where can we go to get this eternal life? How important this was. Uh, in book of John, 50 times uh, eternal life has been mentioned. How important is eternal life? 
Ուրեմը Հիսուսը միայն էս աշխարկի մեջ մեր համար բոլորովին պավարարում չի։ So therefore we see that uh, Jesus is not complete in giving us satisfaction in this life. Ես որ մենք կարծենք թե մեր ամեն կարիքները կլուծվի If we think that all our needs will be fulfilled, or our difficulties will be removed, or all our enemies will be destroyed, all our pains will go away, will always be wealthy, We'll never be poor. Uh, no one will persecute us. Righteousness will reign in our lives. And we'll have total peace in this life. These are all nice desires. But they will not all be fulfilled in our lives. When Jesus returns, then they will be fulfilled. Uh, in this life, yes, we do receive some things, but small, little. It's like a deposit. Uh, God has kept the majority of it, a limited amount, for later. Yeah. There are some preachers who are preaching a Bible that talks about prosperity all the time. Only about uh, And they're preaching that we will have everything in this life because of And when people expecting that see that they don't have everything, they become very despondent. Uh, one of the biggest scientists in England became very despondent. He has passed away now. His name was Bertram Russell. Yes, he was a radical. Yes. Uh, do you know what sense of direction he gave to people of this world? Uh, what his, his comments were uh, formed of three different parts. We don't know where we have come from. Why we are living. And where we are going. When someone doesn't know where they've come from, 
And for what reason he is living? And what his destiny is after death? Isn't he a wretched person? Do you think a man like that will have hope? I think uh, uh, in other words, life is nothing, futile. Uh, life is emptiness. Uh, by the mentality of Bertram Lassell and so many others, death is the end of life as we know it. Death equal to total emptiness and silence and nothingness. This idea gave depression and despondency to so many people. But I want to give you this good news. Amen. The only book that tells us, teaches us where we have come from, for what reason we are alive, and when we are where we are going, is the living word of God. Apostle Paul said, if there is no eternity, this life is worth two days of living. Eat, drink, and that's it, finished. Uh, if we focus about it, uh, the about disciples and the apostles, apostles have talked so much about what is going to come, much more than what we should be blessed with in this life. If we look back that we see from the first century to third century, uh, there was a lot of persecutions towards the Christians. Uh, what do history books tell us? Yeah, they used to throw Christians uh, to the lions or they used to throw them to uh, bulls and cows so that they could be trampled by their horns. They used to crucify them. They used to stone them. They used to strike them. And so many other torturous things. What was the reason that patiently they were tolerating all this horrible things. Because they were sure that if they close their eyes in this life, 
where they would be opening them. Nerang, they were living because of hope. Their hope was a reality to them. And they had the assurance that what they believe in will take place. Uh, God did not deliver some of these believers who were in uh, persecution. They put up with it, they tolerated it because they knew that the Father with open arms was waiting for them in eternity in heaven. An elderly person who was 110 years old. He was very old. Yeah. The judge looked at this man and he realized that he has one foot in the grave. He's very frail. And the judge said, took mercy on him. He said, the uh, old man, uh, deny Jesus, and then I'll let you go free. He didn't realize that this elderly flail man how powerful he, he was in his belief. He replied, you want me to deny Jesus? I am living with him for 85 years. He hasn't done anything bad to me. He is living in me and I'm living in him. How can I deny myself? How can I deny him? Uh, the judge was very angry. Uh, what do you think will happen if a worthless person like you, if I kill you, will he go to heaven? No, he said, oh, I, I don't think so, no. But I am 100% sure. I have uh, this is much higher than I think. Uh, what was the reason that this elderly, very frail man was not afraid of death? Because he had the assurance that eternity is a reality. Brothers and sisters, what would you exchange with eternal life? 
Even the blessings that we enjoy in this life, and they're not bad things, they are good things, but by comparison, uh, they are vanity, they are empty. Show me one thing that is stable and will remain. Is our health permanent? Watch. No. We all know that one day we are going to depart from this world either through sickness or some something else. Uh, youth, does that remain? Yes, yes, for you, Shuman. Year Pansavis, Yotanasunu Mektarin, Artes Miyeraze. When I look back and say, when did this 71 years go? It was like a dream, it's gone so quickly. Drama Ajo Uchunere, Niutakan Ajo Uchunere. Come on. Financial success, financial achievements, will they remain? How much money you'll be able to carry to the grave with you? The house that you have, the furniture Yeah, the gold and silver that you have, what about them? Your parents, your relatives, your relatives, which one of them is going to remain? If you have the highest position, highest uh, accolade, will they remain? There is nothing in this world that you can build your hope on that will remain. Uh, Bible says that the life of a human being is like a flower. One day it's beautiful, it's lovely, and the same day it's wilted and it's got to go with other rocks. <laughs> Uh, life of a human being is like steam that rises and then disappears, vanishes. Yeah. Life of a human being is like water. When you spill it on the ground, you can't pick it up again. It's gone. And we see that, you know, so much we concentrate on good blessings in this life, but not enough on what we're going to have in eternity. Yes, I want to hear, remember our brother Hambartu. He was really a man of God, thinking about eternity. 
It used to take 15 minutes to descend from the car until he arrived in the church. But he attended church until the final time that he could come. And he was surprised, he was amazed. Why people who are able-bodied and can, why don't they attend church every week? This faithful man who was faithful until his last breath to Jesus. And I used to tell him, uh, Brother Hambarsum, how happy I am to see you. Hopefully, I will see you next Friday, Sunday as well. And he would say that if I don't go to heaven, yes, I will come to church. And he would say, Brother Edward, I think more than anything else about heaven. Not now that I am elderly and frail, but even in my younger days, I used to think more about heaven than anything else. And I want to give you an advice, he said. Preach more about heaven. Uh, emphasize more Jesus' second coming. Even talk about hell. So that people will realize that hell is a reality too. But he was saying that sadly many people and even preachers are not really involved and interested about futuristic things. Mm. And they were saying that let's see what we can have in this that forget about what is promised there. Who has seen the heaven? Talk to us about things that are tangible in this life. But what does the Bible tell us? The things that no eye has seen. No ear has heard. No mind can fathom. God has prepared them for those who love him. Therefore, my... Faith is when we put our hope in eternal life in the heaven. And the Bible said, do you know what kind of hope this hope is? Yeah, it's a hope, it's a joyous hope, and it's a desirous hope. It's a living hope. I think Irakan It's a real living hope. And it's an eternal hope. 
it's a hope that will remain. It's one that gives us comfort, it consoles us. If we don't have this hope, how can we be comforted? How can we be consoled? We have lost so many of our loved ones and continue to lose loved ones. If this hope did not exist, what would console us? What would comfort us? If you want to be delivered from despondency, yeah, think about heaven much more. Uh, think about, meditate about eternal things much more. Uh, meditate and research more about heavenly things. And ask for heavenly things in your life. Uh, the second coming of uh, Jesus Christ is a reality and our minds should be more occupied with that. And that is what will enable us to live a heavenly kind of life in this world. You do realize that mind controls all our activities of the body. Yeah, Apostle Paul, meditate on heavenly things. And this body will come under the control of the mind that's thinking of heavenly things. And this will help us to uh, overcome and not be dominated by the uh, problems of this world. I want to give you a testimony at the end of my message. Uh, some of you have heard this testimony. Yes, uh, in my youth, when I was young, uh, I used to have connection with this uh, elderly man who was very similar to our brother Hambartsum. Yes, he was Armenian and they used to call him Holy Hike. He was always joyful. You know why? Because he thought a lot about heaven. We used to go visiting together. Yeah. If we uh, met up with a policeman in the city, he said, Brother Edward, there is no police in heaven. No one does anything wrong. We don't need There is no prison in heaven. 
And at that moment, he used to start praising the Lord Jesus, when will you come again? And from the bottom of his heart, he would start praising Jesus, when will you come back again? If he used to say rubbish strewn about in the streets, he would say, in heaven, there is no rubbish like this. If he met with and he would say, Brother Edward, there are no war in heaven so that we don't need soldiers to kill one another. And if he went to someone's funeral, he would say, Brother Edward, you know, there are no graves in heven. That will be no more. All sorrowing will be finished. And that man always had a smile on his face. He had many difficulties, but because all members of her family were unbelievers, his family were unbelievers, but he was shining in, the, in a family like that. Yes, When I didn't know him well, I used to think, is he normal? Uh, when I became more intimate with him, I realized that he's totally normal. I'm not the one, I'm the one who's not completely normal. And one day I asked him, I said, Brother Hyde, put your hand upon my head that God will transfer your kind of thinking into my brain as well. He knew the secret of happiness. Bible teaches us rejoice in hope and be comforted by hope. Amen. So let us come together and pray. And you put your own hand on your own head. And ask him, Lord, change my mind that I can contemplate and think more about heavenly things than earthly things. My body lives on this earth, but let my mind be focused on heaven. 
և կտեսնեք, որ որ կան հուսահատության հաղթություն կունենակ իրավրա։ And you will see that how you will be overcome to despondency. Ամեն։ Աղոտենք միաս։ Let us pray together. Երեխնավոր հայր։ Heavenly Father. Արդ կետի այս երջանի գույսի համար։ We praise you, Father, for this joyous hope. Պարկ կեզի այս հավիտենական ույսի համար։ We praise you, Father, for this eternal hope. Պարկ կեզի այս կենթանի ույսի համար։ Praise you, Father, for this living hope. Պարկ կեզի այս մխիթարական ույսի համար։ Praise you, Father, for this comforting, consoling hope. Պարկ կեզի Հիսուսի եգրորդ կալստյան համար։ Praise you, Father, for the second return of Jesus. Forgive us that we don't think about this enough. Forgive us that heaven is not a total reality to us. Uh, through the Holy Spirit, enable us that we will understand and realize the eternal hope, the secret of I pray that you will put your hand upon our mind and change our mindset and deliver us from this futile world. And let us be interested in you who are in heaven and with eternal heavenly things. And in this way, enjoy the blessing of hope. There is Christos Amen. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.